Welcome to CCRPG, where we open up our virtual table and play games with some good friends. I'm Bob, and I'll be running Lancer, an RPG by Miguel Lopez and Tom Parkinson Morgan. You can find it at Massive Press on Itch.io. In our last session, we followed the DBC crew as they tentatively agreed to a truce with Casper Valium and Heathcote, representing the enigmatic Nobilice Affair, following them to the mining camp where the Flus Delta population is sheltering. There, they met Rejoice Lindhall, head of the camp, and agreed to uh, help with the exodus to get people here out from under the thumb of Manticorp. There were other motives at work in the camp as well. Casper once helped crippling the Iridium alum operations on the planet before they leave, giving the DBC crew time to consider their request for aid. And, at the end of last session, Jean Mariolis, sister to Rock's contact Melissa Longfellow, revealed herself to the pilots as a company loyalist and corporate spy, believing them to still be allies. After a tense conversation with Astra and Rock, she remains under Rock's supervision. And that is how we ended the very end of last session. So that is where we will be picking up. Um, it is recent in your minds, Astro, the uh, quickly escalating life-threatening situation you got yourself into <laughs> in that negotiation that Rock diffused and uh, your fellows, uh, Evelyn and um, Orion are back at the mechs, uh, starting to see to general repairs. Where do you guys go from here? Uh, did we end last time, like, right in the warehouse? So are uh, are we still there, at least Rockin and myself, Astro? Yes, you guys are basically, end of last session was situation diffused now we we can zoom in to the particulars there or we can kind of narrativize you know smash cut to the next scene you know what i mean like right it depends on where you guys want to pick up this session from i'm i'm good with going to the next scene but but the only particular and i don't know i might have mentioned this last time and just forgot um was uh i guess is rock gonna just soup like be watching her all the time i'll say this in character if i haven't already i'll say so what do you plan to do rock are you just gonna be her babysitter if you got a better idea i'd love to hear it wow looks at his phaser i did have a better idea but i'm uh a little shocked uh i mean i'm not kill her i meant turn her in Okay. Well, right. I'll uh, I'll save my surprise then. <laughs> Didn't really expect that. Uh, turning her in doesn't really help us in any way. I don't think. I, I'm just saying, like, she's a liability. Right, but if we turn her in, anyone working with her... Uh, she's here for this, right? Like, she's just standing there? Yeah. She <laughs> is... Uh... The the situation is she has reholstered her her holdout weapon um, and kind of like backed off. Um, you guys kind of like walked over to the door and started talking to each other. But like the room's not gigantic, right? If you guys if you guys are hashing out this conversation here, she's here. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, listen, there's, there's probably other people working with her. She's likely not alone. In the moment that she goes into any kind of a jail or anything, they're going to know something's up, especially after meeting with us. At least with this case, I can keep an eye on her communications and who she's talking to. I'm Make sure saying, she doesn't go out of hand. I'm sure I'm, she'd prefer it. She'll have a chance to, as long as she's still free, right? I look saying, over at her. <laughs> she is, saying, like, coldly appraising the two of you. All I, all I mean to say is just keep a close eye on her, because uh, I'm sure at any moment, any opportunity she gets, she's going to try to report the situation back to uh, her superiors. I'm less concerned about the superiors at this point. We've already kind of decided that they're going to figure out what happened and what we're doing. Whether they find it out now and she reports it or later, it doesn't really matter. I'm more concerned with the people that are here. Well, like I said before, I, I really don't think that all of the loyalists are just sitting in, you know, cages down below somewhere. I'm sure there's others that didn't get caught. My concern is that the colonists won't be ready to launch off for uh, for for some time. It's going slower than expected. So, is um, it three days, four days? Something it was like supposed that? to be two days. It is now seven days. Seven. Yeah, it's now a okay. week. You guys have a um, week before um, the <laughs> rendezvous ship from the Noblest Affair is scheduled to arrive. So that that gives the loyalist or Manticore a week. To interfere with their plans, if she, if she uh, finds a way to, to contact someone, we just gotta be careful. Uh, I just wish there was a way out of this that everyone could be happy. I think we've found the best possible situation. I mean, I for one definitely don't want to blow up this mine with us in it. That sounds horrible, and I have no idea how we plan on doing that in the first place. Well, I hope so, but I'm also worried that taking half measures on every front will just lead to us failing in, on every front. A, a little bit more hush, I'll just say, listen, Captain, I, I'll go with whatever you think. If you want to change your mind and blow this place up, I, I mean, I'll, I'm with you either way, but until we get a better idea, I might as well keep an eye on her. I'll nod and say, I agree. That seems like the best course of action. You better go talk to the others then. Um, uh, I was going to go out and do some patrols, but uh, maybe I'll just get a lay of the land with her here for now. Sounds good. All right, so I'll just, I'll just, uh, uh, I'll just stride out of the warehouse. While giving her a cold, hard glare. <laughs> she returns <laughs> it. <laughs> sure, she's shaking I'll, in her boots. <laughs> I'll walk back over to her then. Okay. She's gonna go. Alright, so what now? I don't know. I thought you guys were going to be our salvation, but now you're just another problem. Eh... Uh... I really think you need to start seeing the benefits of situations. Uh, I mean, we talked about completely ruining this whole operation. 
and now we're not going to. There's something salvageable here for you and Manticore, right? Let's hope. Well, I think you should look at the bright side here. But it is what it is, and unfortunately, you don't really have a choice in it at the moment, so I repeat, what now? We need to talk okay. about the people who were captured. All right. What about What are they planning on doing with them? Ugh. I don't... You're talking about everyone getting something out of this. If all these people are leaving, what do I do? And what are the people who are captured doing? They talked about leaving them here on the planet. Uh, I don't know if that's a good idea. To be honest, it seems like a little bit of a death sentence to me, depending on where they do it. Uh, if this base does stay intact and doesn't blow up, like we're talking about preventing then there's at least a fortified area for them here until Manticore does arrive, and I think we can both assume that that's going to happen at some point. That she, she, you see the barest hint of, like, an affirmative smirk in response to that? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll be arriving soon. Anything else, Rock? Uh, not really. I'll just awkwardly go, uh, so what do you do for fun here while you wait? <laughs> I'm surprised that you can afford to be a one-man warden for seven days. I thought they needed you out there. She, like, motions to the door. They might. That might be your chance, I suppose. We'll see. Would you rather me turn you in? I'm just interested in what you think your situation is and what you're planning on doing here. <laughs> uh, it makes two of us. She, like, looks around, wanders over to one of the, like series of boxes and storage crates and stuff she like moves a couple of things out of the way and uh you see her grab like a small like cardboard box basically off of the shelves of supplies she holds it up and she says poker sure why not and she she takes out of the cardboard box like a, a set of playing cards. And uh, if that is the end of your scene, I guess we'll we'll fade out on you two setting up a little two person game there. Now, checking back in with the others, uh, Astro uh, and Rock have been gone for a little while now. What have the uh, other two of you been doing? I would imagine that uh, Diane and I have been just trying to like figure out what we can salvage from like what resources the uh, base has so we can fix our max up. Did we divvy up the resources from last time? Or did we decide how to go about that? I can't remember. I feel, I feel so, like we did. Here's here. No, you guys haven't gone through a repair yet. 
Um, So where you guys are right now is I said that based off of the random assortage of supplies available at the base here, they have enough supplies here to give each of you two repair cap if you take a full repair here. Okay. And I think we decided that we would only take half of their resources because otherwise they would literally have nothing. That is the thing, yes. When when familiar, I say yeah. they have the resources for those, that means that if you use them, they don't have them. So it is it is actually using up what they have available. So basically there's a total of eight. Um, the less they have, the less effective they will be. Right. So we have four, I guess? Yeah. We're taking half. We have, we have four to distribute. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I don't know if this is meta or not, but I don't really need mine. I have two repair cap, and I've used one, so I'm at half capacity right now, which I think is fine. And and Rock, uh, you had said in uh, a prior session that you didn't need it, so the, okay. the others would know that. Okay, yeah, so you, you guys can have an extra one or give it back to them either way. Um. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't have any. I think you have and none I'm, also. I have zero, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I used all of them to repair my structures, it looks like. Where are you at, um, Todd? Yeah, I, I, was just I gonna feel say, like we would have been able to figure this out, even if you're not there. Um, uh, I think I have... Let me let me check my sheet real quick. So I have four... I, I have four out of five repair Oh, caps. you're fine then. Yeah. Um, right, Want to take two each then? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, I feel a little bit better. So you're t- taking two each of mine? No. no, don't of, uh, no. of the four repair cap that you guys have chosen to take from the mining base. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we're now at minimum two across the board, and then um, uh, Astro and uh, Brock have two more. Yeah. So they're at four. Yes, so the mining camp will keep the other four points of supply. Um, and yeah, they can they can use that for defenses and repairs. Cool. Um, I, I guess in the meantime, we're just kind of just... I don't know, I, I feel like Evans is trying to like take stock of the area in the time we have left waiting for um, Astro and Rock to sh- come back. Well, I imagine you've started the full repair. This, like, yeah, yeah. getting this repair cap back is going to be part of the 10-hour, like, you you rest and also do maintenance on your mechs. Um, a lot of this is, is shorthanded, but um, they have just, like, a random assemblage of supplies. So, like, you getting these repair cap back looks a lot like spending you know minutes and hours like going through what they have you know picking up a thing and being like examining it being like i think i could use this and like taking it over and comparing it with what you use and like you know what i mean so like it is it is a time-consuming process determining what they have that you can use so it does take the full rest essentially and and while this is happening i'm gonna request evelyn's help in uh so part of my mech's uh solid core is the charges it gains and whenever i do a full repair uh, i lose them so um i'm gonna request since i've never done it before on my own i'm gonna request evelyn's help in 
watching the systems while I discharge all of the energy stored. Oh God! So, so we don't. Like... Ha- do we? So we don't have a cannon fire <laughs> like last time. <laughs> you know, you're you're really uh, you know get some like technology support to fix that. You know, like so we don't I'm... always have to be on the edge whenever you have to do this. Yeah, I think I think when we get back from this mission, I'm gonna have to look into something. Some I'm gonna need some help in order to maintain this. This is this is just Big too ass complicated. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. Uh... It is a it is a attention consuming process. Uh, essentially, you set up um, Evelyn uh, kind of watches all the readouts, um, hangs out, makes sure that nothing is like topping off or has to shunt power in case something starts to to like overblow in one area while you go through the process of um, basically uh expunging the excess power um in a non-lethal way if, only I mean, had, if like, i were the- in the dbc i would need evelyn i'd already have a target but <laughs> since <laughs> but since we are outside of the dbc uh i probably don't want to scare the refugees <laughs> oh god <laughs> Well, I will say, as part of the full repair dine, you don't blow up your mech, so there's something. There's there's a nice Thank little God. bonus. Yeah, I was worried. Uh, and then I'm gonna like um, run some diagnostics on the machine, and then store the data both of of everything that's happened, so that I can uh, send it over to Dion mm-hmm. uh, after this uh, mission's over. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, All right. And uh, Astro, you actually get back probably as they're finishing up kind of um, working on on Dine's technology issue there. So you would get back and see um, Evelyn and Dine kind of like monitoring a couple of displays as like (laughs) you notice uh, Dine's mech kind of like just radiating energy. Real quick before we get into that, um, uh-huh. I actually, I can't remember if, t- if we talked about this, but for my Bmax, um, the the charge uses I get, do those reset on a full repair, or when do those recharge? Uh, oh, yeah, you refresh um, ammo on a full repair, and I am still giving you that benefit. So any okay. of your any of your things that are deployables or use charges or ammo uh, refresh now as of this full repair. OK, cool. Actually, I didn't want to forget because I already used up two charges previously. Yes, that is correct. So you get the you get those back. OK, back to the current plot. All right, so yeah, as I head back, I'll say, um, how's it going here? Well, we didn't pull up the base, so that's a start. All right, well, <laughs> that's good to hear. Um, I'll just say, well, we were uh, discharging the energy from the uh, Apollo system, so, well, we didn't want to have a repeat of what happened inside the DBC. Yes, please. <laughs> I figured be, you'd appreciate be... that. I would. Thank you for thinking of me. How'd your uh, How'd your little uh, meeting greet go? Oh, I suppose it could have gone worse. Oh um, no! Oh. What, what, what did Where's you do? Rock? Where's Rock? Is he dead? It, everything's yeah, he's fine. Dead. It could have been worse. I could have also died. <laughs> Fortunately, I was able I've to deduce the door on the way out. 
<laughs> I've got good news and I've got bad news. I'm alive, but Rock is and, dead. And everyone's getting a promotion because we have an opening now. <laughs> yeah. Um, everyone shifts up one space into the next thing they're not qualified for. Evelyn, you're the new pilot. Uh, Dine, you're the new chief engineer. <laughs> Does that make me an admiral? Uh, that makes you also the doctor as well as the captain. <laughs> oh man, then we are truly screwed. <laughs> anyway, uh, it, back back into character Poor here. So thing. Astro, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Astro says, "Well, don't worry, it, it, Rock's fine. Everything's okay. It's just just getting a little complicated, is all." So, um. We told her uh, she is, you know, a company loyalist, and um, we, we had to, like, tell her that we're not going to play ball with her. Um, and uh, we sort of, I was ready to turn her in, but that probably would have went south quickly had Rock not stepped in and diffused the situation somewhat. And we've kind of come to an understanding. Um we agreed that we won't help in the plot to destroy the um, the iridium alum, um, and uh, she won't try anything too drastic. Uh, but I don't trust her very much, and Rock's gonna be kind of babysitting her until we're ready to get out of here. So that's where we stand. What are we gonna go tell? Uh... Angry, angry kid up, up, out. Evelyn snaps her fingers up. Casper, was it? Uh, well, we're just gonna have to tell him that uh, we're on board to help get the colonists safely evacuated, but we're not gonna go any further than that. So that means they're just gonna do it without our support. Like, it's not like we're going to say, like, oh, we don't want to do it. And they'll say, like, oh, well, we tried. And they're just going to walk away. They're still going to try to blow it up, even without our help. So, uh, just to step out of character here, can someone remind me last session, did we explicitly agree um, to stop them from blowing up? Or just not? We very much them? did not. No. <laughs> I specifically did not. Okay. Yeah, we just said we wouldn't help. Um you basically said you wouldn't blow up the mines, but it's right. like one of those things where the, as you, you were saying, I won't blow up the mines. Wink, <laughs> wink, 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 wink. Um, okay. So Asher uh, says out of character, I feel like the implication is that they don't want it to happen at all, but in character, I guess we'll talk about it. Astro says to that. That's right. Yeah. If they, if they are able to blow up the mines, um, they're just going to have to do it without our help. We Evelyn won't will help raise them, but we're not going to stand in their way either. Evelyn will raise an eyebrow and say, "Like, all right, we'll see how that plays out." Listen, all we need to focus on right now is helping the colonists prepare for evacuation. Um, and if anything gets in the way of that, we're going to have to, you know, defend them. Uh, for now, I suggest we just all turn a blind eye to the plot to destroy the mines. Eh, might right. as well. To be perfectly Sounds honest, like I, 
To be perfectly honest, I didn't know what the hell to do about that explosive anyway. I was lying. Yeah, but you gotta admit, you're, you're probably feeling pretty disappointed you didn't get to blow something up. Nah, nah, I'm fine. Not, not everything needs to be blown up, Astro. It's not like a movie. <laughs> well, something tells me we're going to be blowing something up by the time we manage to get off this planet anyways. As long as it's not our ship. Uh, let's not. So as, uh, as you kind of like continue conversations with your two crew, uh, Astro, and start handling the maintenance of uh, your own mech, um, after uh, a little while uh, into into your full repair slash rest, um, the three of you will notice a figure starts to approach. All right, I'll I'll stop. Get down from working on my mech to see who's who's coming up. Uh, it is it is dark. You know the the mining camp has gone into like nighttime mode uh, already. Um, there is. Almost no power usage here. Um, the most that you can use without being detected or running larger generators or things like hand torches and things like that. Things that you can use, you know, reliable tools and stuff. But there's no like large scale lighting or um, like personal uh, like environmental uh, stuff running uh, in the camp. So uh, you'll notice as the night goes on, uh, the darkness kind of encroaches. It is dusty here uh, and it picks up in the wind a little bit. Um, but out of uh, the darkness, uh, the man you have met earlier today uh, appears. Um, he's older, uh, very weathered face, kind of like gray to white hair kind of pushed back on his head. Um Wearing very, very workman style, like black clothing uh, with almost like a priest collar around his neck um, and uh, Heathcote approaches. Oh, hello, Heathcote. Ah, uh, yes, uh, Astro, uh, I have come to see you and your crew. Oh, well, thank you. Anything we can do for you? I did not have a chance to speak with you all earlier. Uh, he he pauses for a second as if he's trying to, like, correct himself. It's like he almost started to say something and then he cuts off. And you, you catch this, Astro, because you kind of, like, are good at talking to people. Um, but, like... He, he starts to say something and like catches himself and corrects. He says, uh, yes, uh, Casper, uh, wanted to speak with you all earlier. And I felt it was rude to butt in on the conversation. But now that we are all amenable with one another, I wanted to make my services available to you. I'm pleased to hear that. I had the impression you're just a quiet type. Sometimes, yes, that can be true. I don't want to impose. I'm merely here to guide. Well, tell me, how do you think the evacuation is faring so far? It progresses apace. The people here are scared and impatient, and 
It would do to see them a little more enthused with their soon-to-be change in circumstances, but it is hard to have the long view of history when you're living it. That's very true. Well said. Thank you. Well, how do you... how do you think we can help? I think you all being here is a good sign. In... Turning you to our cause, we have simultaneously defeated an enemy and gained an ally. We are up not one, but two advantages. Well, uh, we can use all the allies we can get, uh, personally. After, after we're through here, I have a feeling our little ship is gonna be a fugitive ship. Well, the universe is very big. And you all strike as the sort to be self-sufficient. He, like, smiles amicably at all of you. I don't know if Dine or Evelyn have come down uh, as well. Um, but he, you, you'll notice, at the very least, Astro is now talking to Heathcote, the man who hasn't really talked before. Uh, every, every interaction you guys have had with Casper and Heathcote, it's kind of just been Casper talking to you. Yeah, I I would have come down eventually. Like I think it's obvious that Astro's talking to Heathcote, and she would have come down to listen in. Yeah, I would have come down after I set the machine to run some more diagnostics. Yep. Part of what I'm here for is just to let you know. Tomorrow, uh, we are holding a meeting with uh to get a to get some inputs on how to proceed apace from here. Um. We want all of you to attend, if possible, as as many voices of consideration as we can. Uh, you seem to be the type to have firm, strong opinions. Uh, also, uh, I will be there, uh, as well as Casper, uh, Joyce, uh, and Peek will all be in attendance. Well, very good. We will be glad to join. <laughs> We will be discussing what our plans are to get us through this harrowing week. Well, uh, you have our full support. That is good to hear. Um, what, uh, hey, what's the name of their group again? The Noble something? Noblest Affair. Noblest Affair. Also, okay. this peak, this is out of character, I don't remember. You can ask that in character. <laughs> If you want. Uh, yeah, actually, you know what? I will. I'll, I'll say, like, well, uh, not to be rude or anything, but who's Peek? Do, do I, we meet I, him and I'm just rude? I say this because I've never introduced you to this character, so Evelyn <laughs> wouldn't know. Astro, uh, Astro's that's, like, <laughs> he doesn't know who Peek is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, he's like, this one. <laughs> Ah, yes, Peek. He was the mine supervisor. Uh, he ran the camp uh, while it was still active. Um, of course, uh, running the populace, uh, as it were, is kind of uh, Joyce's deal, but Peek knows the area, the layout of the base, and the surroundings better than anyone, and he's a form, firm resource, although he's a bit eccentric. Hmm. Oh, nothing wrong with that character. I'll be uh, be looking forward to meeting him then. Yes, yes. 
Um, so tell me, Heathcote, how long have you uh, been with the Noblesse Affair? Oh, my whole life. Whole life? So you are brought up in the group, were you? Yes. Um, do you often help lost causes like uh, the colonists here? When they align with our goals and needs, it is good to do good for others. What are your goals and needs, if I'm not being too forward? I am afraid that it is a very broad question. Today, what we look for and what we need is different than what we needed last week or we need tomorrow. I can tell you that for now... Our goal is to make sure that this Manticorp doesn't have a foothold here any longer. Okay, well, we just want to help the colonists uh, get off this planet safely. To that end, we will assist in any way we can. Yes, they will be much happier once they are translocated. Very good. Well, we're just uh, working on some repairs here, um, so probably get back to it, but send Ah, me the information for the meeting. Yes, I was also here to offer my services. I am, in many ways, here to to talk with you and, and to get a sense of you. I'm a trained mechanic, philosopher, duelist, meditation instructor. I can spar with you if you wish, instruct, lend assistance as I can. You tell me how I can help. Oh, wow. Quite a jack-of-all-trades you are. He, like, smiles politely. You know any good stories? I do know a few good stories, yes. Could always use the company. (laughs) Look, if it's, look, I'm just gonna tell you right now. If we, if I had to hang out with the same four or five people all the time, it's just gonna get dull all the time. So, ne- never be afraid to meet new people. Oh, he says. What, you he's... mean you aren't tired about hearing Astro's movies? Hearing about Astro's movies? I'll, Evelyn, I'll just, I'll... Evelyn's sweet on him. <laughs> I, I, I will give. I will give Dine the stare of death. Like, yeah, Dine will just smile. <laughs> And then turn around and walk back towards the max. Heathcote, Heathcote like looks around in a little bit and says, oh, your your other friend appears to be absent." Oh yes, he was just uh, patrolling the area, getting uh, getting a feel for things. Mm. Yes, sure, he seemed the competent sort. Yeah, you could say that. Well, um, I'm sure you'll see head or tail of whom eventually. Well, good. Oh, Evelyn, it seems like uh, you two could have a lot to talk about. Uh, he, he says he's a mechanic. Maybe you could go over um, some of the modifications you've done to your Mac. Yeah, that as well. Wouldn't hurt to have an extra set of hands in case something goes wrong. Um, and I'll sort of motion um, he flip over to my Mac. And I guess to start showing some st- stuff going on with it. Is it Heathcliff he, uh, or Heathcote? Heathcote. Okay. Okay. Did, I, did I say the cat? <laughs> yes, you did. 
I'm sorry. In my brain, I keep a large orange cat. cat approaches your mech. Heat coat. I'm so Where's sorry. Where's Garfield then? So, uh, Heat coat uh, comes over and he very, very patiently like waits while you kind of like explain some differences to him. He asks you like just kind of the right questions at the right times that you get a sense that he like knows what he's on about. Um, yeah, he'll he'll help you if you want to like get through some of the repairs and like if there's anything you need an extra pair of hands for. And sure. he'll just kind of chat with you as you work. Um the the kind of broad uh coverage of of what he talks about is very like he he he's kind of probing to see if you say why you're helping right Mm, get our intentions yeah like like do you ever get into like why you a mercenary crew is willing to help this group of colonists that that seems to be the essence of what he's asking i probably won't like like tell like a whole background or anything but like you know, if he has like, you know, like, so, you know, what's in it for you? And it's like, well, you know, it seems like the right thing to do. Wouldn't be able to over sleep at night knowing that um, people are trying to get out, get out of a bad situation. Mm. He kind of like nods along with uh, with that kind of like simplistic explanation. Um, got got to have morals. And then after that, he kind of starts poking in about... Not in like not in like a spy way. In a if if he was spying on you, he's doing it very clumsily because it's like what casual conversation. What he's asking is generally like, "What are you all good at? Like, what are you trying to become good at? Like, what are your aspirations?" And like, but it's all it's all framed around a sense of like. What are you good at now? What do you want to be very good at? Not he's not so much asking you like what your dreams are, what you want to do. He's more asking like what are you proficient at and what do you wish you like what do you wish you were proficient at? You know what I mean? How do you see yourself in 5 years? Yeah, it's it's very it's a very in <laughs> you know, an odd way it's almost career focused. You know what I mean? His yeah, his yeah. his conversation. It's it's odd in a way, but he's asking it almost as if he's talking almost like he is like a a like career counselor. You know what career I mean? Who's the uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh whew, that's a lot of question, isn't it? Um hmm. I don't know. I mean I I, I think like to be perfectly honest, and this is Evelyn talking not um, me talking obviously but um be perfectly honest i think the um the structure of our missions as of late have kind of changed quite a bit so like you know everything's kind of a bit in flux um i mean i can't speak for the other folks but i mean for me it's sort of along the lines of like you know try to be more competent see what we can do with what what we can you know i mean you only got so you can only live so long you know if i can do better at helping people and doing a good job i mean that's good enough for me Mm, yes, anything anything's better than um being a miner rest of my life it is often the 
obligation of those who are competent and who have skills to, to share those skills with others. And I'm glad to see you doing so. The striving to become better is laudable. I think you all are quite laudable, in fact. I appreciate all of your help. Well, I mean, the same could be asked for you. I mean, obviously, we've talked about um, your team for a bit, but like, what, what are you? Um, where do you want to be at the end of the day, or I guess the end of this? I am a guide. Is if I can help others find their path, then I have succeeded in mine, raising the base level of all those around me. I wish to be the rising tide that raises all ships. You're really good at these metaphors, aren't you? I did tell you I was a trained philosopher. He gives you kind of like a kidding smile. <laughs> well, I can tell you. I mean, I, I haven't met very many philosophers, so I, I can't, t can't give you a strong approval. But I mean, you certainly seem pretty intelligent. He's been practicing these one-liners all his life. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these are his pickup lines, actually. <laughs> well, I am glad, at least, to have found you all to be quite amenable folk. I look forward to continuing to work together, and after all the dust has settled from this job... If you encounter our people again in the future, I hope it is as allies. Yeah, I gotta say, I mean, you all seem like good, all right people. I can't imagine why we wouldn't want to work with you guys again. Well, okay, I'll give you a word of advice: don't ask Astro about don't ask Astro about his movies. You'll 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 be better off. Let's tell you right now. Uh but learning more about what people take in and what people experience in their culture gives a wider view of how the population thinks and what they aspire to. It is almost required reading. As he reveals his huge Astro Jam and movie collection, <laughs> <laughs> he opens this trench coat and it's just lined with Astro Jam and DVDs. <laughs> the direct to DVD. <laughs> It is arguably one of the most artistic <laughs> representations of an action film I've ever seen. Strange, they filmed the entire thing in sepia tone. <laughs> and then tried to colorize it afterwards. Very experimental. And then you realize all his one-liners are lines from Astro's movies. <laughs> oh my god, that'd, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he he spends kind of like uh, uh, an amount of this evening helping Evelyn uh, with her repairs. Um, before he goes, though, uh, he does do a little bit of a chat uh, with um, Dine, um, where he just kind of like superficially kind of just is like making sure everything's fine. He notices that uh, your uh, your mech was also kind of like running low on supplies and he just wants to make sure if there's anything you need kind of like you know like a, a good <laughs> funnily like a good valet in like uh in like a high-end place like making sure like you're equipped and you have everything you need and like 
Right. You know, can he can he tell anyone that you're you're needing certain things and stuff? Um, gotcha. And then he does the same for Astro on his way out, just being like, uh, is there anything else that uh, I can I can bring to the attention of the camp or or anything that you'd like to get started tonight before I leave you all to your evening? Um, I'll say uh, n- nothing, nothing here, but thank you. Um, I look forward to working with you uh, in the next seven for the next seven days. Quite. Uh, and, and with that, he just kind of like, like does a kind of formal ish bow and he, he like walks back into the darkness and dust of the, of the evening, uh, as you see his figure like disappear into the night. Cool. Awesome. Um, When he leaves, I'll gather up Dine and Evelyn and I'll say, so, uh, what is your sense of? Uh, Heathcote. Well, I mean, he seems he seems decent. He asked a lot of questions, but I'm not sure if that's just his nature or um, he was trying to get a feel for us for something coming up in the future. Uh, I think it was definitely that. I was trying to answer his questions truthfully to avoid suspicion without uh, revealing too much. That's why I didn't ask for his help on repairs on my mech. Why? Why the the altruistic interest in trying to help us better ourselves? Don't mean to sound suspicious, but do you think he was checking in on us? Maybe Casper sent him. There's definitely well, a chance of that. I think it's definitely a possibility. Something that we need to uh, watch out for. Hopefully it's altruistic, but uh, if I've learned anything in all my years, that I always, uh, always watch your back, especially with hastily joined allies. Astro just pinches his nose and he's like, "Oh, this this whole thing um, with uh, with um, Rock watching over the corporate spy." It's going to be difficult for the next seven days. I don't know how we're going to sustain this. Should probably go talk to Rock and see how he's holding up. It's only been like, what, an hour? Uh, it's probably a been hours. a few. Yeah, yeah, you're probably, it's into the night at this point. Yeah. <sighs> okay. I can't remember, have I met um, What's-Her-Face yet, or uh, Jean? No. Uh, so far, Dine and Evelyn only saw her from a distance when she tried to stealthily contact um, Astro to like let him know they needed to meet later. And then Rock and Astro went off on their own to the storage uh, building to have a meeting with her. So the two of you have not met her in person. Um, if we want to check up on Rock, um, I would be willing to volunteer because I would like to at least get some familiarity with um, Jean in case we have to deal with her one way or another in the future. I would recommend we only go one at a time. Yeah, I wouldn't go both. For multiple people. Alright, Evelyn, if you want to, if you want to go, um, feel free, just, just, yeah, um, 
Let's try this to. Might be a good time to cut back to us then. <clears throat> yeah. I have a few questions I want to ask. Absolutely. So while you guys were starting repairs on your mechs, uh, having some conversation and some insight into uh, the mysterious and oddly congenial Heathcote, um, let's flash back to see what uh, Rock was doing this whole time. So after about like an hour or so of playing cards, mm -hmm. uh, I, I want to stand up and then walk towards the entrance to the building and open the door and look out it. Mm -hmm. um, assuming there's no one around. Okay. Yeah, there's no one there. Okay. Come back and sit down in front of Gene and go, okay, for sure he's gone by now. Do you, you know Melissa? I mean, I know her in the way we exchange holiday cards. She asked me to come make sure that you're okay as a favor. Ah, good. Then she hasn't forgotten me on this rock. No, she hasn't. <laughs> and I don't feel as though I could have spoken fully freely with uh, my captain here. So, uh, how can we make what you want to do happen here? Ah, so, the... Idiot is in charge, then. <laughs> uh, you could say as much. Well, if we're willing to be a little bit more reasonable now, perhaps you can translate it to him later. What you are planning on doing is a bad idea, and I recommend against it. No, you misunderstand me. I don't want him or anyone else to be a part of it. This is between you and me now. Okay. Well. What options do you have? Are, I mean, can we contact Manticore somehow? Do you have people here that we can work with? Uh, there is some obstacles in our way of achieving a few things. If you want to get back on the good side of Manticorp, there... Would it be quite a bit in it for you if you could help me contact them and get my messages out? If you're willing to help me with that. I mean, I need some allowances here. If I get caught doing something like this, that's that's bad. I may very well just die right then and there to them. They're not going to be okay with a traitor. Well, uh, you'll have you to be have, good then. Do you have any kind of assurances that I can be protected here? If you can get our messages out, even if you're caught, the civilian leadership here doesn't have teeth. Most of my co-conspirators who've been captured have been roughed up a little bit and questioned, sure. But they're alive. I have no doubt that someone as sturdy-looking as yourself wouldn't be in any physical danger. They don't have the spine to do the necessary things. It's not the civilians here that I'm worried about. 
Ah, you're talking about the hired hands. I was surprised to be dealing with people so dangerous. I don't know why they're here or why they're helping these people, but I assure you that they'll be swept away once the full might of Manticorp is brought to bear. Alright, so you don't have access to communicate to Manticore, you need me to do that. That's fine, I can do that. What do, what do I tell them? I have some data drops that I've hidden. I can give you some locations. If you can get these data packets transmitted to Manticorp, it will contain some access keys to security, some weaknesses in our fields of vision, letting them know what is and isn't still working so that they can sweep in and clean this whole unfortunate mess up a little bit more quickly. Where are they? So this is where Bob is going to step in. Uh, and ask you to make a pilot check for me. Because right. you need to convince her to divulge this information to you. Um, I would say charm for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I, it, this depends on what where they are and everything, I think, a little bit. But um, capability to handle things by myself, would you consider assault? to be something like that or is that just more direct you think? uh that that is more going to to help you if you are trying to enact those things yeah. uh from from what let me let me put it this way she is unsure if she fully believes you yet this is gotcha. the you convincing her you're on her side that's that's what we need to find out your triggers for right, right now. Then just charm. charm. I think is the only thing that really applies. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, and I and the connection with Melissa, if that means anything. Uh, because you're the one who's directly connected to Melissa, I'm going to let you have a conditional plus. No, I'm just going to give you accuracy on the roll. You get accuracy okay. on the roll for that. All right. Uh, I rolled a fifteen. Or 14, excuse me. Oh, uh, nice. That's without accuracy, though. So Oh, well. Well, that's that's a 20, though, because I rolled a 6. She, she, like, measures you up and down, and you don't know exactly if it's the seriousness that you exhibited during your negotiation with her when Astra was still in the room... Or your competence in, like, making sure you're not being watched, um, the words you used, or what. But you can tell as this conversation goes on, she's, you can tell, like, there is almost something you're picking up in her that is, like, she's trying to convince herself there's still a way out of this, right? And, like, she wants to believe you. So, yeah, she's, like, she kind of, like, looks around like sets one of the she's been like fiddling with a card she sets it down next to her and says all right well if you're interested in getting the real work done um she starts to divulge uh 
information of some data uh, dead drops that she has left around the mining camp in case she was captured. Uh, They're in odd places um, under a shoe that looks like it's discarded in an alley that looks like worn like trash right like there's another one that is just buried under a bunch of supplies funnily there's another one that's over by where the rest of your crew is doing repairs that's just like under a rock next to a cliff right like there are a total of four data drops that she divulges to you and she basically explains like each of them are different recordings they have different amounts of data in them if you can get all four and get it to manticorp manticorp will be the most prepared to overwhelm the defenses but even if you get just one of them to manticorp it will give them an advantage and she is like and manticorp is willing to pay premium for advantage. Good. Good. Um, I, I mean, did, did you just place all these yourself? I... These are all my dead drops. If you can get in to question one of the captured operatives... I can give you a phrase or two that will let them know that you're safe to divulge some more secret info for. They might have more information for you, or at the very least, let you know what they've already given away. Yeah, I I think I can do that. That doesn't seem like that hard. I'm just, I don't understand. Like, are there, there's seriously no one else. Are you the last one? The last actual Manticore sympathizer? She, she like, on on this point, she looks oddly, oddly furtive. Um, it's almost like she just doesn't want to answer this question, even though at this point you get the sense that she thinks you're on side. Um, there is a so, so it's embarrassing more than anything else. There, there, there's a yeah, there's a reluctance to give this information even to an ally. Um, that comes across in this interaction. Um, but she kind of covers it with like a, well, you know how cells work. It is imperative that each of us keeps one another's anonymity a top priority and. I may not know all of the operatives in this area. Um, Besides, I imagine that anyone else who was good enough to stay ahead of Casper is probably just as good as I am. Or better, hopefully. I mean, no offense, but their cells hopefully aren't wiped out. She she like she doesn't she doesn't so much like agree or say anything to that. It's it's one of those like non-committal head movements that's like she's like trying to think. But yeah, it, it, you you get a sense that like she's uncomfortable. All right. Uh all right, well then at this point I'll stand up and say all right, well, we should probably get to a point where we can get some rest somewhere, huh? Uh, why don't you put the cards away? 
Yeah, she she um, basically shuffles like up the cards uh, and slots them back into the card that, box. And, uh, I I just kind of like quietly, calmly move behind her uh, and then just strike her in the back of the neck. All right. Um, she is uh, martially trained, so I'm going to have another pilot check on this. Uh, it is going to be dangerous, but I'm not going to impose. It's going to be risky, but I'm not going to impose difficulty on this because you have her at a disadvantage. In fact, because of the work you've done so far, I'm giving you an accuracy to this. So okay. it is a it is a risky roll, but you have an additional accuracy. What triggers do you want to pull? Uh, assault. Uh, and I, I mean, I want to do show off every time, but <laughs> show off, uh, is not going to fly in this situation. I so I want to be, I want to be a little bit, uh, clear on this because I do like how, um, they, um, they give basically the, the roles for, um, doing, uh roles in the in the book essentially um there's like a a series of of like i want to i want to call them like um this this is obviously not incredibly complicated we know exactly what the the side effects are for failure but i want us to be a little bit clearer whenever we do a pilot skill check when you do a pilot skill check step one is always like declare what you're trying to accomplish so like you're gonna strike her what are you trying to accomplish from this are you trying to knock her unconscious are you like that's what i assume but you tell me yeah um yeah, I'm trying to knock her unconscious. That is the that is the goal. Gotcha. Short okay. answer. Um, I'm not I'm not hitting lightly enough that that it could only be that. I'm not concerned if it moves further. Gotcha. That's, that's what I'm trying to say here. So. All right. Good to know. Uh, then yeah, exactly what I told you. We've we've accounted all your things. So. All right. Roll so, it up. Uh, well, I rolled a 17 plus four, so 21. 21. Okay. Because this was a risky check, um, that means you would have encountered um, like consequences on anything less than a 20. Because you got over a 20, you just get a full success. A full success is you accomplish exactly what you stated on stated you wanted to do. So you swiftly get behind her, crack her in the back of the head. She is out like a light. Didn't even expect it. No cry goes up. No alarm is heard. You are standing still in a silent room with her collapsed over a pile of cards that is now strewn across the floor. Um, if I remember correctly, this person was family to Melissa. That is like correct. That. Half-sister. Okay. okay. Just gonna stand there for a moment, look at her, and go. Ah, I guess Melissa doesn't get to choose who she's family with. <sighs> and then uh, I'll just start disarming her. Um, I'll tie her up best I can. If there's anything to do that with, I'd, I I don't know if there is. We're in a storage room, so maybe there's some cord or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I would say that there is likely cord here that you'd okay. be able to use that with. Um. And, uh, yeah, I will just, like, uh, pick her up and fireman carry her out and start moving out. Uh, as, uh, you're in the process of tying her up, 
uh, Evelyn arrives. I knew it. I knew I was going to show up at this point. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll kind of walk in and like, uh, so what you doing? It's exactly what it looks like, Evelyn. I look. I, I've been around the block a few times. Like you, you don't want to know what I think that looks like. Why don't you just tell me? I just shake my head with a half smile as I finish tying her up. <laughs> look, look, did, uh, uh, assume my imagination is not as good as you would like it to be. Tell, tell me what you're actually doing. Uh, I I tricked our boss a little bit by not giving him the full information and interrogated our client here, getting uh, the necessary info that we needed. Uh, she isn't going to be as much of a threat as we thought, and we can continue forward with whatever plan we want. Uh, okay. At this point, I what, just pick her we... up and throw over my shoulder. Okay, um, next question. Uh, what are you going to do with her for a week? Turn her in. She's going to prison with her other friends. Oh. Yeah, okay. What did you, what did you think I was going to do? Just I... follow her for a week? I don't know. I mean, we, 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 we got what's-her-face wanting to find out her status. Uh, I'll snap my fingers up. Melissa, like, don't we have to, like, do something about that or what? I will... Wait. How do you know Burned about Melissa? <laughs> Didn't you tell us? I wouldn't have told you about... Well, I would have told you I had a contact. I don't know if I would have... Yeah, maybe maybe we can write through, uh, like, drop the Melissa My contact bit. or whatever, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah your like, contact. I... I We'll have to have a short discussion with her over as secure a channel as possible. But um, to be honest, I, I don't think she's going to be talking to us anymore. You you realize that the grid isn't something that we exist on anymore now, right? Yep. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. I mean, I totally get the whole tricking Asher a bit. That I get. Um, but yeah, I guess this is the situation. Let's deal with it accordingly. Thankfully, she had very little cards to play. I was worried if she had any more info or or something reasonably that she could do, uh, I was going to have to kill her. Uh, it's, uh, this just gets more and more complicated. What, do, what were you able to get? <laughs> well, she doesn't have any contact to Manticore. She has dread, dead drops with information to the, the weaknesses of the camp currently, which I'll, I'll have to go over with the, the citizens here later. Uh, and it seems as though her entire cell has been captured now with her. The rest of them were already in jail, so well, we might have been a little bit too paranoid. Maybe they did a better job capturing all the sympathizers than we thought. Yeah, I wouldn't assume anything, but um, what's the what's so what's going to be the cover story here? Are we going to tell them exactly what happened or what? I just shrug best I can with someone on my shoulder. <laughs> I mean, like, we, we, we just say we found it simple because as soon as she wakes up, she's going to just tell us what exactly happened or at least spin it in her favor. I don't care what she says. She's a Manticore sympathizer. And frankly, I don't feel like I have anything to hide. Well, fair <laughs> enough. Make, make, make sure she doesn't have any weapons on her. I already checked, yeah. All right, then let's get out of here. Um, we can figure out what to do about Astro when we get back. What do you mean? Just tell them what happened. That's what I mean. Well, just spin it in a way that doesn't sound like we tr you tricked them. Well, I mean, he'll understand. I She was here. I couldn't I exactly tell him the plan while she was listening. I, that's the only reason why I did. Okay. Let's, uh... Do, 
you, you, you uh, got, do you need me to grab anything? You good? I, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, you know how strong a, you are. There's a deck of cards in that box over there. You want to grab those? We can, I don't. I don't have any. I think we have any cards on the DVC, do we? I don't. Uh, we got a couple decks sitting around. It wouldn't hurt to have an extra one. I'll go collect that up. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you guys. You guys get a set of cards uh, as Evelyn gathers them up from the scattered floor. Um, they are they are themed cards. Um, they are very specifically um, a, a Cygnus State themed cards. Um, so, like the the symbol that's on the back of all the cards is like the Cygnus State uh, banner. Uh, and then on the face cards, it is like instead of instead of like normal looking kings, they all look like dignitaries, essentially. Little do we know that these this deck of cards is going to be a, very, a valuable plot element in the future. <laughs> it's a secret item we'll use for later. <laughs> Watch, we'll, we'll be like in a situation where we have to sympathize with like a Sigma soldier and we'll show these cards like, you know. <laughs> We're we're on the level here. It's like I've oh, got the are... King of Hearts. That's the call <laughs> sign. <laughs> Only our top members have access to those cards. <laughs> but 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 none of you are martial artists with Gundam glowy hands. You can't have the King of Hearts. I mean, give anyway. me some time. I can install a weapon into my mech's hand that can <laughs> that can cause it to burn. <laughs> give us time we can get there you can get there <laughs> all right so uh the two of you uh take the captive gene and where do you go uh should we talk to astro and uh, uh dine first or should we just turn her in right away i mean we're the longer we have this body we're carrying around the more suspicious if we're gonna be the longer we're carrying around You're this really unconscious about woman, being suspicious here, aren't you? I mean, I'm just saying. Well, we've been less. We've been here less than 24 hours, and we're we're seen carrying a tied up body of one of their crewmen. You don't think <clears> anyone's <throat> going to ask questions? I don't. I'm just saying. Use a little common sense here, which is hilarious to me if you're saying because I, me, Chuck, me, Chuck has no common sense. All right, all right, uh, fair enough. Uh, I'll take her straight in then to the authorities. Uh, you go get uh, Dine and Astro and, and meet up with me there best you can, because we got to yeah. talk to them. Yeah, I'll get going. Sorry to make you run back and forth. Yeah, I could use the exercise. All right, well, uh, over uh, the next, like, 10 or 15 minutes... Uh, you are you have taken uh, the unconscious gene and she stays unconscious the whole time um, to uh, kind of like that um, that headquarters building uh, that you had met. Um, you had met Joyce in previously. Um, it is still uh, a hive of activity, even if it has quieted down now that it's dark out and people aren't using lights. Um, there are some people using like personal lanterns and things like that moving around the camp. But it does seem like the camp is on a whole like gone to sleep, basically. Um, the command building itself is still in use, but there are less people here. Uh, when you come in with a tied up person. Uh, the guards at the front do like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? Uh, kind of thing. Um, 
as uh, Evelyn, uh, you make it back to your friends, Astro and Dine to let them know where to meet up. Um, so let's just stick with Rock for a second. You show up at the command building uh, with a person tied up. Mm-hmm. And the, um, one of the guards approaches like, hey, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you doing? I'll kind of like gesture, look over to the body that, on my shoulder and then back to them and like, look, I know I couldn't appropriately gift, gift wrapped her, but I, I think a, a present into you all is still a present, even if it's not properly tied up. <laughs> he like... You you get a sense that like he he understands that like you are here I'm being a to, snarky asshole. Yeah, and also <laughs> he, you get a sense that he like understands you're bringing this person here as like a prisoner. Like he, there's there's not like the miscommunication gag happening here, but he's wary of you. Um, so uh, I'll, I'll kind of hand her over to him. Mm-hmm. You kind of like set her down, get her off your shoulders. The other guard kind of like takes over, um, supporting her over like one shoulder, kind of like doing the um, kind of like the drunk man's carry. Um, and uh, the, the main guard is like, yeah, uh, we were told that uh, you might be getting to work right away. Um, I'm going to have to uh, call Casper in on on this right now um uh, joyce is inside oh, you're, you're with noblest then no no uh casper has been put in charge of security of uh right I, he mentioned that yeah uh, yeah if you can go get him uh keep if you can I, I don't know what the situation is down below but it might be best to separate her from the other loyalists lest she gets some sort of idea or something he um, turns and looks at the other soldier, uh, not really soldier. These are these are civilians, but they're playing yeah. soldier, right? Militiamen. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he looks at the other militiamen and you can see him like look at him in a meaningful way. That means like, listen to what this guy says. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and he just nods and like carries uh, Gene in inside. Um, and the, the guard who's like left with you um, says, yeah, yeah, we can do that. We have a secure questioning room. We'll just put her in there for now. No one else will know she's arrived except Joyce and Casper. Mm-hmm. Uh, good, 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 good. Uh, should I wait here for them? Uh, my my fellows should be coming here shortly too. Uh, Especially if you have other uh, of your group meeting, you should wait here. I'm gonna go get Casper. Uh, Joyce too, right? She's inside. Don't worry. She's always inside. Then. You can you can head on in. We were we were told to let you in if you if you showed up. I will move in. All right. Uh, so he he leaves. Uh, he doesn't go inside the building. So Casper must be somewhere else in the camp. Um, he like heads off into the camp. Uh, he lights up like a little personal lantern that he attaches to his like front, the front of his like tack vest that kind of illuminates in front of him as he goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you move in, uh, the command center is drastically less occupied. Um, you catch the end of. Uh, the other guard kind of taking Joyce into a side room, like setting her up in a chair and and kind of like closing the door and like keeping watch on her. Um, 
you do know that in straight back there is kind of like a conference room that has been kind of converted into Joyce's office. All right, I will just walk into that then. Okay. If she's uh, there. Yeah, Joyce is there uh doing paperwork uh basically. But it's not like official paperwork. It's like you can tell that she is basically signing orders for like people to do things. All right, uh, I just won't say much. I'll just open the door and then kind of walk in, wait for her to say something, go sit down. Yeah, Joyce looks up and says, "I uh heard a uh, uh heard the guards talking to you out front. What uh what business you bringing here tonight?" Seriously, when was the last time you slept? Uh, I got a few winks, uh, yeah, last night. All right. Tell you what, I have a present for you. Uh, I will I tell like you presents. all about it, and we can have a nice long discussion about it if you promise to sleep for more than a few hours after. She, 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 she like looks at all the things she has to do and back to you and says, I appreciate you're trying to look out for me, but I'm trying to look out for a city. And uh, let's just say that once all these people are on transport, I'm going to be going into hibernation for a while. I'll catch up on my sleep when these people are safe. All right. Counter offer. Let our doctor take a look at you to make sure that there's nothing, you know, extenuating going on here or that you could potentially die from exhaustion. <sighs> fine, fine. I don't begrudge a medical man. All right, then. There's four dead drops that I know of, possibly some others, with weakness information about your camp. Uh, the lady I just brought in had all of these in place then. Uh, I happen to interrogate her and then bring her into you. I, I I do believe that she's the last of her cell of the Manticore loyalists here. You have the others down below. She like crosses her arms and like kicks back in her chair a little bit and goes, well, that's mighty fine. I had uh, wondered if uh, any more were going to be coming in, you know, uh, a lot like you just did when uh, Casper first took over as security chief, we got a even trickle of uh, people he described as loyalists coming in and getting locked up. Uh, looks like there was one or two left. <clears throat> one, for sure. She could have been hiding some information from me. I don't get the feeling that she was, but... Uh... Still be on guard. There could be more. Always have to assume that there might be. But uh, this all can be validated by the dead drop locations. I don't even know where some of them are, much less would I have time to place them. So if you send people out looking for them, you should find uh, information there. All right. Well, we're going to get on that. And, uh... As you kind of describe the dead drop locations to Joyce, I imagine the rest of your crew arrives at the command center. I assume that I've already explained the situation. Uh, you, no, you're, 
we come in wearing a blindfold. <laughs> yeah, you you can have explained the situation to them as you see fit. If you want, like we can zoom back. Uh, you know what? I want to know how this happened. Uh, oh no! <laughs> Chimera, you show up to the to the uh, to the docks. Uh, the the kind of like little the little mech service stations and Astro you didn't really have a whole lot left to do on yours um, and uh, Dine uh, you would have like you know the all your systems are probably cooling down you're starting to get the yeah. all greens on a few things you have a little bit more maintenance to do but that can wait you know you're tired uh, yeah. both of you see uh uh, you you know you both sent Evelyn off to go relieve Rock of guard duty, and Evelyn wanders back into camp uh, from the dust in the dark. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, gentlemen, I got I got good news and I got bad news. Um. Okay. Let's hear the bad news first. Uh, the bad news is well, actually, I guess it's a matter of perspective, but um. Uh, the bad news is that we just, uh, uh, Rock just arrested Jean and has turned her in. Oh, okay. I'll raise uh, an eyebrow when I go, oh, I didn't expect that to happen that quickly. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't sure how long we were going to hold off on that, but, um, it just happened right now, so. What, that's okay, one less well, thing to worry hold, about. Hold on a second. Um, that's what I wanted to do in the first place. What, what changed and why is that bad news? Uh, so, as it turns out, Rock was able to fish some information out of her. Apparently, she had some data drops um, for Mandacorp that we really got the location of. Um, and it became rather apparent that she didn't really have anything else prepared. Um, she didn't really have any other contacts. She didn't really have any other plans. Um, the way I take it is Rock felt that there wasn't much more we could get out of her. So, um, he uh, knocked her out and uh, was turning her in. So yeah, that was the good news, by the way. What about other loyalists on this planet? As far as she knows, there aren't any that haven't been rounded up anyway. She asked her that? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, That's a lot that just happened. I, yeah, I mean, never, never no, a dull no moment offense around on here. this, Astro, but uh, Rock is from the military. He's probably had some more extensive interrogation training than you have. He was probably able to do a bit more on his own. Well, I, as far as I'm concerned, this is all good news, but... um, I don't know. I wasn't sure if you had any plans for her or, or whatnot, but... Um, I, 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 on the contrary, I was dreading <laughs> keeping an eye on her for the next seven days. That's actually a good point, eh? <laughs> I always half expect Astro to be that kind of like sleazeball. It's like, oh, oh yeah, I had I had plenty of plans for her. So many plans. I guess we'll have to deal with what happened. <laughs> but like, and I'll just I'll, I'll just pointedly look at Astro and be like, this is why I wanted Rock to go along with you. I'm just saying. Well, that's good. I I, I do feel like I was being a little. Um, uh, I I kind of covered for Rock with um Heathcote, so I feel a little duplicitous there. But I'm sh I'm sure they understand. Uh, we were in a picky spot. Just wish I knew what he was planning to do. 
Let me guess. Is he going to turn her? In? He's going to turn her in, right? He's doing it right now. We're gonna. We're. Um, I'm supposed to bring you over so we can uh, all talk about it together. All right. Let's uh Hunter. probably head on over. Yes. Learn everything that Rock learned. All right. Well, then we the... can figure out what to do from there. Yep. The three of you uh, head to the command center. Uh, as you arrive, um, there is a guard at the front who just kind of like nods you all in. And as you approach, says, uh, your man is in the back with uh, Joyce. Your man is in the back with the body. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, and yeah, you. you guys kind of arrive as... Uh, Rock is explaining the dead drop locations to Joyce. Hello. Well, what a turn of events. As we walk in, I'm like, oh, so you were able to get more out of her then. Uh, yeah. Uh, where's the uh, security chief of yours here? Well, the uh, guard went out to fetch him. I should be here momentarily. Uh, he said he wanted to do some perimeter checks. He didn't say why, but he seemed concerned about something. Huh. Uh, well, I don't want to wait too long. I'll, I'll re-explain the situation to, to you all here and just what happened. I would say um, as you get uh, the rest of your crew caught up. That is about when Casper and Heathcote show up together. All right. Well, after that. There we go. Uh, yeah, Casper comes in and goes. So you found one. Last one. So I believe at least uh, of this cell. Hopefully. I'm glad you were able to root him out. Uh, a little bit of it was luck. I'm not going to lie. You're sure? That it was luck? Well, no, you're sure that you've you vetted the right person. They're definitely in the pocket of Manticorp. Oh, oh yeah, that that's not a concern. That's that's definitely true. They have a lot of info for us or no? Well, good news or bad news, depending on how you want to look at it, not really. They have defensive information about the area. Uh, there are dead drops. Uh, I've already explained to Joyce where they are, and we can find them later. Um, she wanted me to get that information out to Manticore somehow. Uh, mm. I told her, of course, that I would uh, in exchange for information, and, uh, well, I'm not going to. <laughs> Fair enough. You did a great job. I'm more and more uh, convinced that uh, you guys showing up was an incredible boon for us. Yeah, uh, we're pretty awesome. He like smiles uh, and then like refocuses on Joyce. Joyce, are you wanting to change anything? plan-wise, or do you want to go into the interrogation now? Joyce, like, thinks about it for a little bit. If I may uh, do what you'd like, interrogation-wise, I really don't think you're going to get much from her. 
I don't know if you're looking for something specific or if there's other information I don't know, but she is more loyal than one would believe. Uh, I don't think you're going to really be able to break her without something very extreme, and no offense, Joyce, I actually mean this as a compliment. I don't think you have the ability to get as extreme as you need to to get information out of her. Be my guest, but it'll be a waste of time for you. She thinks about it, and then Casper looks at her, and then she just shakes her head at Casper. And he nods back, um, and then Casper kind of like refocuses on you, um, uh, and he says, "Well, uh, it was good that we found this before." going into anything else i um had heathcote uh tell you all earlier um we're having a meeting tomorrow a planning session uh wanted you all to be there i'm going to have a little bit more information to digest to be ready for tomorrow but i'm glad to have it Heathcote, uh, we're going to get those dead drops tonight. Uh, I want to review them before the meeting tomorrow. Uh, Heathcote, like, nods at him. For what it's worth, um, there's probably more. These are the dead drops that she placed. She seemed to imply that there could be others, that if you were able to get the information out of some of the other captives, that they also probably had some somewhere. Uh... I don't know what that means for you all, or if it matters even at this point, but if there are other loyalists and they do get access to your communications somehow, they could also find these dead drops. Well, uh, luckily, I think her desperation to use you as an access point only proves what I had hoped. They don't have access to contacting Manticorp from here. No, I, I don't think they do. I believe the reason she was probably willing to reach out to you is she probably assumed you had a way to reach Manticorp outside of the base. Our communications here are only terrestrial. Um, but There's something to be said for that. It's seven days. Manticorp may plan at fall before then. Oh, um, we'll go over this tomorrow, but I'm expecting that. Um, well, terrestrial communications at Planetfall is pretty dangerous, too. Of course. Um, I agree completely. I just... I have a hope and a suspicion. I'm going to be burning some midnight oil tonight, but... I'm hoping that when we have our meeting tomorrow with this new information, we'll have another chip in our pocket to play with. He like, you can tell he's thinking and he's like excited about the prospect of a, of a possibility here. You you can tell that he's like, he's like running the numbers in his head. Well, is there anything else you all need from us, or is this just a incredible windfall for the night that we should all be grateful for before getting some rest? Uh, anything else you think you have to offer tonight? 
Damn, sorry, Astro. I should have made him pay us for delivering her. That's my bad. I. <laughs> I'm not oh, used uh... to being a mercenary. It's that. Sorry, it's new for me. I. To be honest, it it didn't really occur to me either. We're all kind of new at being mercenaries. Dine will just roll his eyes. <laughs> new. Anyway, right. you 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 told us that you would have compensation for us after this was all done. I'm sure that will be sufficient. I'm not worried. Joyce uh, pipes up and says, "Yes, uh, you'll all be uh, requisitely uh, compensated. We uh, have a little bit of an escrow set aside with uh, the the noblest affair. They're holding on to some additional funds and material for us. Um, once all my people are safely away, we'll have them transfer that to you." Uh, sounds fine to me. Uh, but part of the deal that I did come up with is, is uh, Dine, can, can you look over Joyce? I got her to agree to it. Look over. Oh, like uh, you just wanted me to do a basic health check? or something? Oh, more for goodness sakes, fine. <laughs> look, her eyes are bloodshot. I can see them from here. All right, all right, all right. Uh, I'll do it. Let's you want to do this now or you want to do this later? She like looks at all the rest of you. Well, get on, get out. <laughs> she get. like waves you all out of the office. <laughs> uh, Casper uh, takes uh, Heathcote and they leave with purpose. All yeah, right, well, walk out too. Also, take my leave so the doctor can do his work. So, we're walking back, I'm just gonna ask Astro <laughs> and, and Evelyn, like, do you think we can trust Casper and Heath, Heathcote? I think for now we can, but I do feel like there's something they're, they're certainly holding back. Also, just uh, to keep you in the, just oh, to keep you in the loop, um, Heathcote ahead. stopped by the camp for a bit and had a good conversation with a lot of us to get to know us better. Asked a bunch of questions. Seems all right, but, you know. Seemed awfully inquisitive, which made me think that maybe Casper had sent him to, you know, just to keep an eye on us. Then again, uh, he could just be a very uh, nice older gentleman. I'm going to be honest. If we can get anything from them in the form of payment, favor, or otherwise, it should be connections. We need to know who we can and can't trust with our new lifestyle going forward after this, because uh, uh, while we may be able to go back to the space station occasionally, we're going to have to be careful about it. Uh, and jobs from Manticore and probably other corporations are not likely. I agree, and, um, you know, I wasn't sure what to think of Casper at first, but I'm, I think I'm getting a good feeling from Heathcote once I talk to him. Um, oh, it's not nothing. <laughs> yeah. And they're obviously powerful allies to have. Mm, we'll see. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's the best we can do right now. Just, you know, keep our eyes open and hopefully things will work out. Uh, Torshi's going to be so mad at us. Also, you devil you, and I punch you in the shoulder. You had me going there. I really well, thought you were just going to play poker with her for seven days. I I mean, I tried to clue you in by saying that we could do whatever you wanted still, and that that would be enough to give you an idea that we weren't actually going to follow along with what she was saying. I Yeah, I just thought you meant let's keep all our options open, to which I did agree, but... Well, I think this worked uh, out pretty well. They're open again. If you guys want to try to take a mine out, yeah, at this we, point, we're, uh, uh, we're fugitives, so I, I, I say we help them. Uh, might as well go all the way. What's, what's the difference if we're fugitives with a slightly larger bounty <laughs> on our heads? Well, what's, the, what's the saying? In for a penny, in for a pound? Yeah, well, exactly. at least Devlin knows how to ignite it and make a bomb for it like you said that's great right yeah Inci- I, was, I was lying about that but um, i'm sure we can wing it incidentally in for a penny in for a pound was the title of one of my unreleased projects right. that well, never got uh, greenlit by the studio and as uh, we crossfade to the <laughs> scene <laughs> that was perfect <laughs> uh we crossfade to the scene of uh, Dine and Joyce. So, yeah, Dine, um, she just kind of just like at the table and she's like, all right, Sawbones, what you need? All right. Oh, let me do just a, just a basic checkup. Look for anything obvious. It, uh, I can just tell from here that you obviously look completely exhausted, but I know better than to tell you to stop. I, I have a feeling Rock told you, but... Um, you're probably not going to until uh, this whole thing is over. So let's let's just do some basic looking over. <sighs> Fine. Uh, and as you uh, as you start to get to work, she kind of like chats with you a bit. Uh-huh. Um, you're uh, seems like y'all have been a uh, been a good little boon getting uh getting a good win like this on your first day in camp. If uh. If Casper hadn't cleared you, I'd be a little bit suspicious. Oh, I don't blame you, given the situation. You're trying to escape, and we just happen to uh, show up. Oh. Oh, man. As you uh, as you go along, it is it is obvious that she has been using supplements to to stay awake. Um, right. Like. It is it is pretty apparent that she is using caffeine along with some other sort of stimulant to to kind of like keep her sleep to around like, I mean, educated guess from just like the fact that, you know, this stuff, you, you can assume she's getting maybe like two to three hours of sleep a night. OK, did you did you need me to do a pilot check for any of this? No, this is not like difficult to discern info. Okay. None of this is like rare rim tech or something like that it is it is like is very obvious she has been popping caffeine pills and you get a sense she's on some other stimulant but she hasn't volunteered any info this is just from your cursory examinations well i would i would say that you should um lay off the caffeine pills well i i i know that's uh 
usually a good thing for minor boosts, but um, I guess you don't really have the option to not do it given the situation. So, yeah. Other than that, I'd say you're probably fine. Well, good, because I need to be. We need to get through this week. It's a great thing to hear from your doctor, by the way. Uh, you're probably fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, your doctor's not usually also on an alien planet surrounded by a killer wildlife trying to escape from a corporation that's probably going to want to destroy you. <laughs> Kill, surrounded by killer li- wildlife sitting on top of basically a uh, priceless resource that uh, people with unlimited funding want and don't have <laughs> <laughs> you know given those situations your doctor saying you're probably alright is probably a pretty good diagnosis <laughs> What? yeah what do the doctors say when they're examining you and like a fucking meteor is out the window headed towards the planet it's like well uh, you're probably gonna live past when the meteor hits so <laughs> well you would have you know if not for the meteor <laughs> yeah you're looking good but <laughs> sucks about that meteor huh <laughs> Uh, she like gets back to work you can tell um, that like she has various uh, signed orders on the table for like various groups of people uh, in the camp to to like basically move shipments Uh, there's most of these are inventory right like most of the things she's accounting for are inventory and making sure like every person is accounted for every item is accounted for everything they need to leave when they need to leave is getting ready uh and it looks like that's kind of the stuff she's been working on i'll say is there anything else you need for need from me at the moment no, but we'll be talking a little bit more about that tomorrow. Uh, I think Casper wants to go over what he thinks the uh, the broad strokes of what to expect in the coming week are. Hopefully there's no more delays. I don't think we can survive them. What are you all doing? How'd you get to the planet? Well... As you know, we uh, we were tasked by Manticore. She does know about this, right? Because she was going to pay yeah. us double to... Yeah, okay. Yep. Yep, yeah, okay. As you know, we were tasked with, uh, with Manticore to find out why, well, you guys vanished and there's been no communications. Uh, so we came down, did some investigations, found a few of your tracks, and uh, on one of the excursions that I had... Uh, Outside of the city, I was able to uh, find some tracks leading away from the uh, city, which uh, led us to your first line of defense out there. Hmm. Well, gotta make sure that that spot is plugged up then. If you could find it, other people can. Yeah, well, it wasn't very obvious. I just just happened to notice uh, some uh, tracks from your machines leading... um, the resonator away sonic resonator was it yeah yeah you know we lived our entire lives with them there uh took an outsider to convince us to set them up as traps bit of genius that (laughs) oh one of them being there and just having a 
just enough energy to activate once is what saved us during uh, one of our accidental encounters with some of those uh, insectoid creatures in the city. Glad it worked for you. If it got you here, then I'm thanking the stars for it. Oh, I'm thanking or the stars that the we got way, away from them. I guess. Hopefully, everything will go smoothly, but uh, my experience is that it never does, and I always prefer to prepare for something as best as I can. Yeah, I'm of like mine. She uh, motions to the various recordings she's been doing. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, Doc, am I cleared? Is my bill of health uh, acceptable? I would say your bill of health is as acceptable as it's going to get, given the situation. I'd say get more sleep, but uh, that's not probably going to happen. So, cleared. All right, well, you get on out of here, too. I need to get through a few more things if I'm going to get any sleep tonight. All right, now, you have a good night, and I'll uh, walk out. All right, and you eventually head back to uh, your makeshift <coughs> camp around the uh, the mech bays as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you guys get a full repair, but um, you basically get all the benefits of a full repair aside from uh, you don't refresh all of your repair cap like you normally right. would. Um, so, yeah, uh, the next day starts. Um, do you, any there of is, you? Yeah. OK, there is something I did want to talk with the guys about. Sure. Yeah. Um, you get back to camp and uh, everyone is there. What do you what do you want to chat about? Uh, I was like, all right, so we know Manticorp is likely to invade sometime prior to um, them leaving in seven days. We should definitely have Torse move the DBC away from the city, because they will land and investigate near the city. Yeah, we do not good... want the DBC to be there and unprotected alone. Move it over here? I would say so. I would say so. That way we have a way to get off the planet. Maybe in a more, maybe in, I don't know if there's a hidden place close by, but we need to have it moved. Uh, wherever we move it, we got to make sure that she's safe from whatever monstrosities are out there. Yeah, but it, 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 I, I do not think it, it remaining in the city is a safe place for now. But when Manticorp comes, it is going to be the least safe place. Okay, I I think you're right. Um, I can talk to um, Heathcote about it. Maybe he can uh, try to arrange something for us. Well, we should. I I say we wait until tomorrow after the meeting, and then we can make our plans. We are we are gonna have to uh, contact her. It's gonna be long range. So, whatever we do, let's make sure we know what we're going to do before uh, we contact her. Makes sense. Should probably check in on her tonight just to make sure she's she's doing all right. Is making a connection with the DBC Bob going to cause any problems because of the distance or intercept possible interception? Uh, it could. Um, you do remember that everyone has been trying to stay radio silent and only just authorized you guys to use um the radio equipment here in camp to send that message to Torse before. Um, you don't know 
what the procedure is for that. The last time you guys used their equipment, their radio equipment here, um, you were brought there by Casper. I'll I'll just say to uh, Astro, let's wait till tomorrow. We already contacted her once today. Let's keep our contacts a minimum at minimum. All right. Well, I just hope she's doing okay. I do too, but we need to be prepared. Well, she knows the situation. Um, uh, I'm, I'm sure she can handle whatever comes at her. <clears throat> yep. Hopefully nothing. And uh, that's all I really wanted to bring up. I felt it was important. All right. Well, uh, does anyone else have anything they want to do before the meeting tomorrow? Nothing else from me. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Well, on the next day, after getting prepared in the morning, seeing the camp kind of wake up, it remains dusty here, but the as the light starts to fill in the valley, it becomes a little bit easier to see. Um, you all make your way to the command center and back into the... Um, the uh uh the well her office i wanted to call it what it i keep wanting to call it a conversation room what are those <laughs> conference conference is the <laughs> word i keep forgetting room. you head back <laughs> into the conference room, room converted into an office that joyce has been using um and casper and heathcote are already there as well as a man you've never seen before um he looks like if if the kid from the christmas story just got bigger but didn't actually age he's like <laughs> he looks like a big round child man with yeah. giant coke bottle glasses um he is seated in one of the chairs uh you can see that he has some of the stacks of papers that joyce has been working on like in front of him that he's reviewing and he has a very odd pipe like device that he is what is he doing with it you look closer he's drinking out of it it's like it looks like a pipe but there's very obviously a liquid inside of it. And like a smoking pipe? It looks like a smoking pipe. Uh, but there's very obviously a liquid in it. And he's like reviewing the work, reviewing the work. And then you see he puts his mouth up to the end of the pipe and then drinks from it and continues reading. In the future, they don't smoke tobacco. They drink it. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe he is a child and he's he has one of those bubble pipes. I suppose the real question is, does he have a Red Rider BB gun? <laughs> <laughs> no, nowhere around that you were able to uh, detect. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, his name his is Peak Binder, and he was the former uh, mining camp leader. Uh, as the rest of you enter, uh, Joyce motions you all to seats uh, that are available at the table. 
And she says, uh, yeah, come on in, sit down. We have a few things to go over and uh, just uh, finishing up, giving Peek some of the uh, inventory I want him to take a look at. Uh, Peek, these are the uh, new mercenaries who have come into the cause. Uh, everyone, this is Peek. Uh, Peek uh, kind of like looks up over some of the stuff he's been looking at and just says, oh, uh, yeah, uh, nice to meet y'all. Uh... Well, yeah, yeah, you look so scary. I guess that's good. I take that as a compliment, I think. He, like, yeah. smiles as if it's totally a compliment, and he doesn't see how it couldn't be. <laughs> I'll just kind of laugh. Uh, Casper kind of, like, looks around the group. Well, um... I have a few things to go over. Does anyone else have anything they want to say or any new information you want to bring to the front before I lay out a few things? Hmm. Nothing I'm aware of. Nothing new on our front. All right. Well, I'm just going to get into it then. There are two major things that we have that we are going to need to use if we stand any chance of lasting the week. Defense and deception. Manticorp doesn't have the full picture yet. We've worked really hard to make sure that stays the case. If we have any ideas for furthering that deception or throwing them off the trail, buying as much time as possible is best. I've seen what you all can do out there. And we're no slouches either. We have a series of effective countermeasures and defense systems set up. And I think we can hold our own for a while. At the very least, we can probably run a run a mission or two to wipe out a scout force and make sure they don't track us down. But we want to delay that moment of engagement as long as possible, because once we escalate, we're shortening the timetable. Yesterday, you all brought me some unexpected information that I think I think I have a plan for, and I'm going to need your cooperation for. He looks over to Astro. Sure. What are you thinking? We need to send some of this information back to Manticorp. Huh. Okay. That makes sense. Um, Manticorp doesn't know that we're assisting you, and we want to have something to show for them. That's what I'm hoping. You were sent down here by them. Now, I don't know what group in Manticorp you were working for, and Based off of what I know about them, they might not either. But someone there knows you're on planet. Someone there knows that you're running missions. Yours are the only power signals on the planet they're not going to investigate more closely. From what you've told me, you all still have your ship back in the city. Is that right? That's correct. Now, this is where I'm asking for just a little bit of time to explain. So let me give you the picture of what I'd like us to do. 
these dead drops are somehow signatured to their agents. I don't think Manticorp is going to investigate too closely what info they do and don't receive. I've taken the opportunity last night to collect all the dead drops and review what information is on them. My plan is we send them back some of this information, make it known that, hey, you have someone still at work on the inside, and here's some weaknesses in the defenses. We now know what we're transmitting, though, and I want to turn those places they think are weaknesses into our strongest defenses. We can control where they're going to attack from with this information. That sounds like a plan. Fight the battle on our terms. Exactly. If we know when and where they're going to attack and what they're expecting to see there, well, we can use that. That's pretty good. I like it. Uh, To that end, we were, uh, last night we were discussing what to do about our ship. Do you think we should leave it in the city so they think we're still uh, investigating the city itself? This is the part you're not going to like. Eventually, Manticorp is going to know you flipped on them. I don't recommend your ship being in the city when that happens. And there's a few places I can imagine bringing your ship out this way. But what if we send them into orbit? The ship? Yeah. Uh, If we get your ship off planet, they can effectively send a signal to the approaching fleets or scout force or whatever Manticorp is sending before they arrive in orbit. Ooh, but that, then that puts the ship in a very precarious situation, uh, facing down an entire fleet in space. Well, they only need to stay there long enough to transmit the message. Afterwards, we have your ship. Just fuck off to some other part of the system. Now, would would be in that ship, or um, are we just trying to get the ship out of the out of the um, situation? No. And that's why I need to ask for your trust. Because what I'm asking you to do is send your getaway vessel away to get this deception over on Manticorp. You'd essentially be throwing in with a lot of us and leaving when we do, when our evac ship arrives. Suppose we could... uh... Uh, I'll I'll look to um. Who's our pilot again? Uh, Doc Rock. I mean, um, <laughs> and you're our captain. Who's <laughs> <These are> our captain? <laughs> Is that me? Am I the captain? Um, Ch- check your name tag. <laughs> um, I'll look to Rock and say, uh, could you set a course in the ship's computer and have have everything set up so that perhaps Torse can uh, operate it and get it to safety after sending the mes- message. 
I mean, if we're entertaining the idea of doing this, I suppose I. You really want to leave Torse up there alone I, in I'm the ship? I'm just saying. I'm just exploring our options. I'm not jumping to any decision yet. And that's assuming she's in on board. Is like she's okay with us doing this tour. Look, I I've already shown that I'm more than on board with going along with all of this, but this is this is a hell of an ask. Casper looks to you, Rock, and says, "Well, it's better than your ship being locked down in the city when Manticorp arrives and finds out that you're playing a different side." least in space whoever you have up there can get away if we bring them over here sure they can take you all and leave as well but if we're going to sell this it would be easier if we can start to control the messaging as soon as possible assuming what you say is right and it very well might be then that just leaves us in a weird position. I mean, when you have this this getaway ship of yours come around, how are you sure it's going to be able to deal with God knows how many Manticore ships are going to be here? How are you going to get off this place? How are you going to load people onto this ship and then leave before it gets bombarded? Actually, well, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be useful to have our ship here as a because like you know what if you don't have enough transports or like you could we could load up some of your stuff on our ship. And then that way, the less time you need to load up the rest when the other transports get here. We have transports arriving. Right. We but you can't have pack accounted until, you for can't, that. You can't pack you, up until they get here. You offer us a piece of strategic maneuvering that we didn't have access to before. I'm worried about holding out until the transports can get here. If we can keep them off the trail, out of our hair, and otherwise engaged while the civilians load up and make it off planet, then we will have done our job. Suppose you don't even want to fight here at all. If it can be helped, no. Are your transports subtle enough to get past the ships that'll be here? They will be. Uh, there's no way Manticorp will have been able to field a large enough force to blockade the planet, or they wouldn't have sent you all here. From what I've seen, that's going to probably be their scouting force first. Of course, much larger than a single lance, but it's not going to be a Corsac unit. It's going to be their fastest ship, their lightest mechs, and their scouting parties. If they know that their freelancers have some information for them, they're going to be happy to use it. Well, at least that's what we're banking on. What kind of message would you have us send from orbit before we uh, we head we the ship heads off? Something plausible. What you found, what you were able to determine on the planet. You can even give away some things if it doesn't, you know, throw us under the bus. I mean, you're working for them. Sure, you can play the part of working for them. You were already doing it. 
if you can convince them that you're still on side and give them some plausible info to work with and give them some of those data drops, convince them we're weak in a place where we're not, they won't know the deception is a deception until they've fallen into our trap. What if they want to rendezvous with us? We'll have to deal with it when that happens. I don't know what they'll be requesting. I imagine there's going to be some amount of winging it involved. Like, we're not going to be able to plan everything that can possibly happen. People are complex and plans shift. If we try to plan every detail, that's plenty of details that can go wrong. If we have an objective and capable people in the positions where they can work the best, then we can improvise. We can make decisions on the fly and do what's best for the plan. That is, if you're willing to try this. Can we send the ship away, but um, to some place we know within the system, perhaps behind a moon? We would set a rendezvous point, yes, where we could hand you back off to your ship, and there we part ways. Perhaps we leave one of our crew members on board the ship, just in case uh, we need them aboard the ship to retrieve us later. That'll be one last person down in the fighting here, if that's what you want to do. Yes, but it, it's insurance that we don't lose our ship in the process. Well, I hope the... That's certainly something that we can discuss, though. If you're confident that you only need three of you on planet... Oh, well, we will have to discuss your proposal as a crew. I can't offer... A definite answer right now well regardless this is the shape of what i've been able to come up with since last night furthermore we've already gotten into it a little bit but the reason they hired you and the group before you is because they wanted this taken care of as quickly as possible they sent the fastest ships or people in the area so they could Get as much data as quickly as possible. They didn't care if you were walking into a trap or you got obliterated. They just wanted the chance that it would be taken care of quickly. I expect that the first of Manticorp security forces will be arriving in four days. If our transports hadn't been delayed, which is what we were planning for, we would have been out of here before they arrived. But now, it looks like they're going to get here first. That's why we need to come up with something to turn the advantage in our favor again. So, for my accounting, we have three more days before their ships start to arrive and they start to send scouting forces down onto the planet to find out what's happening. Any ideas you can come up with, any plans you have, any things you want to accomplish before they arrive, we should start working on. 
Understood. We have six more days to the transports arrive. Based off when Manticorp is planned on getting here, that gives us three days we have to hold out for. Between deception and defense, we need to keep these people safe until we can get them out of here. Hmm. I suppose one thing that we could try to do the wildlife on this planet really doesn't uh, like people. One thing that we could definitely do as a trap is to set up a sonic resonator in a place that, well, we know Manticorp will have to traverse. Yes, yes, that would be... And drag the... And, uh, you know, let the wildlife come to it. And once it's turned off or runs out of power, well, the wildlife will (laughs) not like everything around it. That's a plan, for sure. Um, We'll need to figure out how to transport it and how to power it, but we can start working on that for sure. Well, that's just one idea. I suppose we should start working on more. Three days worth of defense can can feel like an eternity. Hopefully, with some gentle prodding, we can keep that moment of engagement as far off as possible. I don't dare dream it, but in a perfect world, we'd be able to keep them off our scent until we were off planet. I don't think that'll be the case, but should be a goal if we could. I agree. (sighs) All right. Anybody have anything else to say? I guess the thing that I'm kind of hung up on is like, if there was like a, like, I think any of these data drops are going to reveal where the base is, right? Or are there, is there information we can reveal that doesn't reveal where we're at? Like, if we can make them waste their time just trying to find us for three days, that would make things go a lot easier. There is information on some of them that has information about our, well, our turrets, essentially, um, where they've been destroyed, what's been lost. Manticorp already knows about the mine. What they don't know is what our plan is. You've been able to figure out that we're trying to evacuate the population and that we've moved the entire population to the mining camp. Manticorp doesn't know that yet. Right now, they know the mining camp is important to them anyway, because that's where their iridium alum is. But hopefully with some combination of information, we can have them investigate perhaps the mine and not the camp here. How far is the camp from the mine? Well, uh, from here, the mine is about yada yada miles away uh, (laughs) because Bob is bad at distances. Um, (laughs) It's like a... If I was if, driving if, if a you, car on if, a, on if you guys highway. were in mechs, 
um, the travel from here to there would be like three hours. Okay, um, so it's not- there is there is a tr- there's like a, a well-worn road pathway leading from the camp to the mine. Um, but it is revealed that like um, basically this this camp was built on top of where they first started mining Iridium Alum two generations ago. The newest vein that they located is a few hours away. So that's where they've been mining from in the past couple of decades. Okay. I wonder if we could make up some fake mines to say, like, you know, in the time that um they've lost contact with you guys, you know, a few more mines popped up and maybe you'd have them chase in, after those for a little bit. In three days, I, I think that information will be suspect at best. Well, no, I mean, how long have you guys been out of contact with um Manicorp now? I think it was like a, a few... Two check, weeks. Check. Oh, okay. For some reason, my brain was thinking it was a few months, but two weeks is a bit of a stretch. Well, um, they don't know where the population is. We could feed them false information on that front, make them think the camp is located somewhere else. But I'm guessing their priority will uh, be the mines, because that's their most valuable asset. Right. Um, and I don't think it would be hard to to distract them into going to the mines while uh, the colonists are making preparations to evacuate. Give them information that would that would lead them to believe that the mines are uh, under threat. Um, and we can prepare to hold them at that position. We can do that, but there's a complication with using the mines. What's you that? Want to blow it up? He smiles. Well, it's not <laughs> yeah. that these motives don't align, but the mine has its own security system. We have not been able to take out this security system. It is very obvious what on this planet Manticore cares about. Between me and Heathcote alone, it was too daunting a task and we needed to focus on taking care of the people here. Now that we have a few more allies on board, in the next day or two, we could take out the security at the mine and lead them into a trap there. I think um, now that we're here, we could we could try to disable the security for you. Um, maybe even may reprogram our, it. That may be our best chance. As you said, we know what they care most about on this planet. Let's use that to our advantage. Great. Well, let's start coming up with uh, plans of attack. And I think... That is going to be it for this session. Uh, When we come back in our next session of Lancer, uh, we're going to go over uh, kind of what our more specific plans are. Uh, So pilots uh, come up with whatever cool or fun ideas uh, you guys would have for distracting the Megacorp. 
um, and we'll start running some missions in the next session. Sounds good. It'd be cool. All right. Thanks, everyone, for watching, and we'll see you next time. Later. See ya. Yep, see ya.